Hello. Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders. Thread Thread Raiders. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, freaks and geeks, one and all, welcome to the Thread Raiders podcast. What started as a small uprising on Twitter has turned into a movement to spread goodwill among all creators. With the occasional side quest for Sleeping Bags and Deep Woods Off. Well done. Deep Woods Off. What is that? That's the spray for bugs and mosquitoes keep yeah. off your body. It makes you smell tasty. Mm. Oh, it's so gross. Buzz, buzz, buzz. This part of time! Makes you sticky. <laughs> it does work, though. Yes, it does. That or a lemon. I'm Chaotic Anarchy. <laughs> so, we are your hosts. I am David Steele from SteelEmpire.com with... Hi, Dave. Chaotic Anarchy. And I'm Fenwald Griswick. And we have a special guest with us today. Uh, he goes by... Is it Daqueen or, or Daqueen? How do you Day say? Daquin. Daquin. Daquin Game Army. Welcome, Mr. Daquin. Hi. Get on down and party. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's going to hang out with us for the whole show. So we are blessed. The whole show. And so excited. My first question out of the box is, where's that name come from? Is that like a birth name, or did you pick that name? Yeah, are you um, named after Dayquil? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've actually gotten that. That's actually that's that's a story for a different time. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I came up with that name like, oh my god, I can't remember how long ago it was. It had to have been like twenty something years ago. You know, long before D&D ever, you know, crossed my path, I was thinking up characters and, and uh, you know, I was coming up with a, like a, with a Dampier character for myself. And, Ooh, that's and, cool. Yeah, and I'm sitting there thinking, like, what's a good name for a Dampier? You know, because I was really into, like, Vampire Hunter D at that point. And then, you know, I was just thinking of, like, sounding out different names and all that, and it just popped into my head. Oh, so just, just out of the sound? Yep. Oh, yeah, nice. It, yeah, it just sounded cool. Yeah, that does sound cool. Perfect. And it's unique. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Now, do you actually have an army uh, at your disposal? <laughs> oh, alas, I wish I did. Available at a moment's notice? Yes. Yeah. I mean, all I, I guess the only kind of army I have is an army of awesome. I'm in your army of awesome. So the game yes. army, is that, do you envision that as the people that follow you, or is it people that want to uh, fight with you? Him. I would like to say it was all the people that want to fight with me because that's that's what an army does they fight together as one it's a tough beat but somebody's gotta do it i actually met daquin on youtube actually that's how i found him and i watched all his dark souls videos dark souls (laughs) so (laughs) you were you were searching for youtube videos and you found his i did actually i was playing dark souls and i was really bad at it (laughs) <laughs> so yeah. I decided to look on YouTube to see how I could beat this enemy. It was like this gigantic tree. Oh, yes, the Great Wood. With like root testicles. And apparently you're supposed to attack the testicles. And I didn't know <laughs> that till <laughs> I met. Poor tree. Yeah. yeah. First Poor of all, tree. spoiler alert. Second of all, uh, are these like <laughs> tutorial videos? Are these tutorial videos where like, you know. No, no, they were just. How the game's played? No, they were just like I liked the boss fights they were really cool so i did that with like dark souls 2 dark souls 3 and i'm planning on doing that when uh, remastered comes out where you know regardless if i'm doing it on my own or with a bunch of people i'm going to be recording 
just the boss fights, just because they're yeah. so damn cool. They are really freaking cool. And you play Bloodborne as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Now, which one do you like more? Uh, it's like, you're making me choose between like, my two I know. favorite children. I know. <laughs> well, that's, that's part of my our job. thing. Yes. It's kind of like an ongoing thing now. <laughs> every week, you have to split a baby. That's a th- it's a thing. <laughs> that's a part of a recurring baby. joke. Oh, my God. What, what, what kind of show is this? <laughs> Welcome to Thread Raiders. <laughs> we are controlling transmission. I don't know. I mean, I like them both for different reasons, but... I mean, if I'm going like with the more art style kind of thing, I'd probably say Bloodborne. But mm-hmm. Dark Souls, I'd say, wins out just by a little bit. For yeah, sure. even though they're close, they're really much. They're they're pretty much separate entities. Yeah, right? they're, yeah, they're totally different, mm-hmm. really, in terms yeah. of their style and you know setting and. Are you are you more of an MMO kind of guy, or are you like a regular gaming? Um, probably definitely regular. Um, okay. I did I did try the MMO stuff there for a while. I think the one I tried was, uh, God, what was it? Final Fantasy XIV. Okay. Not bad. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's not bad. It's just, you know, 15 bucks a month or 15 or 20 a month. Like, oh, good Lord. <laughs> For just one game. I don't yeah, know. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Those can get pretty expensive. Yeah. Did you play any of the original Final Fantasy games? Oh, yeah, quite a few of them. Like, okay. I, I, the first one I, that, I think the first one that got me into it, uh, into Final Fantasy in general, was Seven. Okay. It was, yeah, yeah. It was, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, it may not. It may be kind of an ugly looking game, especially now. But yeah, the story was really. Oh good. my god! Yeah, mm-hmm. story was awesome. Mm-hmm. Did you find uh, FF14 to be like uh, faithful, if you will, to the original games? I mean, I, I I would say so, but it's still it's its own beast. I mean, they've been bringing back a lot of the old things. Like, uh, you know, my my nephews like to play. 14 a lot and they were telling me recently in the last few months that they were bringing in uh, one of the raid bosses was Kefka from oh. 6 so you get to fight against him that that's wow. pretty cool yeah it is you know thing, things like that mm-hmm. um, you know riding around chocobos his mounts and everything it's pretty cool I bring it up because I was a big fan of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic I played the first two games and then they came out with the MMO called the Old Republic and, you know, that's still Bioware and LucasArts, but I felt like it was off compared to the original games. Like, I didn't really feel like it was the same thing. So I was just kind of wondering, like, from a Final Fantasy standpoint, if you thought it was, like, the same. Yeah, um, it's, like I said, it's its own beast, but definitely pulls, you know, from several of the games. You know, little things, like I said, the chocobos, maybe certain mm-hmm. boss fights, uh, things like that. Cool. Yeah, I think because it's MMO, I agree with both of you, because um, I've played them as well from both... Uh, genres both games and yeah the the mmo part because they have to rip apart the actual game that you're used to playing it in a solo way uh it it does kill it a little bit and Mm. and kind of takes away that joy that you have with just you you know enjoying that solo play it's it's always very dangerous when you have a property that's already established and then you come along and try to turn it into an mmo I remember, um, like, right after Skyrim, they launched the MMO version of that, and everybody yeah. was, like, angry about it. But then, apparently, they fixed it since then, and now it's all better. So you know, Yeah, they did that with uh, Final Fantasy, uh, the MMO version, where that's why the, the current version is called A Realm Reborn, because the original version, when it first came out, no one liked it. It wasn't very good. But then they restructured, like, everything from the ground up, and now you have this whole new monster, you know, as yeah. Realm Reborn, 
and now it's doing actually really well. Cool. Dayquin is one of my favorite streamers. Um, we have a great time playing video games. We stream live sometimes on Twitch, and uh, I would I'd highly recommend you know reaching out to him on Twitter and just saying hi, introduce yourselves, and see hi. if you can hook up with him sometime on Twitch because he's really he's full of life, and we laugh so much in our streams. He's an absolute <laughs> pleasure, so I highly recommend him. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we were very you. excited to get you on the show. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was definitely excited to get on here. Yeah, I always enjoy the watching the Twitch with you guys. <laughs> I was yeah. just gonna say that um, that I met Dak through Twitter because our Magic and Steel podcast. So I've only been on Twitter for a couple of years. I got on there and wanted to get into the community because it was all new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just started looking for people with D and D and hashtags and all that. And then I find I don't remember exactly what it was, but just falling into the same world as as Dak and got to know him. There's certain people that you remember that he's just a great, genuine guy. And then I started checking out his videos and I said, "Oh yeah, he's he's a cool dude." Mm-hmm. And um, I even. I don't know if it was Twitch, but I remember on my phone getting a notice and seeing him walking around the neighborhood. Was that Facebook? Ah, uh, it Facebook might be. Live yeah, that was Facebook Live. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. was it? Because I, I, I know mm-hmm. I've I know I've done that on Periscope as well. Okay. okay. Which I don't is, remember what it was. But... On, yeah, it streams on like the Periscope one stream on Twitter, and I've done that um, a few times here and there, especially when it's a nice day out or something. You know. Yeah. It was just cool because it gave me the side of the yeah. Hey, you're a normal dude. You know, hanging out, you, you're not like this superhero yeah. of, uh, of, of Twitter and Twitch, so it was cool. Yeah. I don't play uh, video games all the time, and this is proof. <laughs> Very nice. Well, so, Daquin, you, you are yeah. part of Thread Raiders. Yes. And so I wanted to know, um, what is what does Thread Raiders mean to you? Oh, good question. Well, to me, I think being a Thread Raider means not only trying to help people and being there for them, but being able to bring entertainment and joy into their lives through the things that we do. You know, like mm-hmm. when, when we do things on Twitch and, you know, when we're, you know, doing our interviews, uh, when we're doing our bear games, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and all that good stuff, you know. Hopefully, people can watch us and be like, oh, hey, I'm having a good time watching these these strange people. Yeah. You know, you know, <laughs> I mean, and hopefully making things a little bit better for them. Yeah. Yeah, the so, crazy life. It's something that people hopefully can see that, uh, hey, Thread Raiders are pretty cool. It's just mm-hmm. a laid-back group. And um, what is the Bear Games? Because I've, I've seen us talking <laughs> about that. A lot of times me, I'm so busy, I'll jump on Twitter and or whatever, or not, and I'll see some conversations going on, and i just like, I don't have time to back up and go figure this out. <laughs> and, and so I'll just hear about it. And, so this, and I saw, actually, we did... Um, uh, what is it? Shadow Run with TK last night, and mm-hmm. it's still said on the Twitch stream the bear thing. And <laughs> so, what is that? What's going on with that? So, what happened was for International Tabletop Day, we realized maybe like two days before that we hadn't planned anything. <laughs> 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 we were like, "Oh no, we told the world we were going to do yes. something." So, uh, time was like, "Hey, you know, well, Honey Heist is really easy. You know, you should learn how to DM a game using it." And I was like, oh, "In like a day?" They're like, "Sure." And I'm like, "All right." So then, time <laughs> and Death were like, "Oh, well, we were thinking about doing 
um, what was it, Game of Bears? <laughs> uh, yes. I was like, what's that? They're like, oh, well, it's a, a Game of Thrones twist of the Honey Heist. And I was like, sure, I can do that in like seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a group together, and that's what we streamed on International Tabletop Day was Honey Heist, which is like a D6 system. And it, it was amazing. We had a really great time, I think. Yeah. So from your description, what I picture is a bunch of poo bears trying to get honey. Is that accurate? <laughs> But yet they were slaughtering each other because it's Game of Thrones. Oh, snap. (laughs) So twist, Pooh Bears slaughtering each other. Mm -hmm. And the object was to kill uh, Joffrey Bear. Joffrey Bear. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Because Joffrey Bear. Oh, and and, and was it his aunt, Cersei Bear? Or was it his mom? (laughs) Yeah, I made up Cersei Bear like last minute. (laughs) (laughs) So are you actually a bear? Is that how you live your life? Yes. Mm -hmm. So, Dak, tell them about your character. Um, I played Mountain Bear. Uh, <laughs> one um, shot. <laughs> yeah, during, yeah, during the one shot. Um, very much like the show, I was a grizzly bear, and uh, I was a washed-up bear. Um, used to fight people. Would be able to knock them the hell out with one punch. Mm-hmm. He's like That's a seven-foot bear, so he was massive. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, and somehow I joined a bunch of other crazy bears mm-hmm. to. Like Tiberian. Bear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tiberian and Drogo Bear. <laughs> what did you think of the system? It was pretty fun. It was it's pretty simple. Um just trying to remember, you know, going from bear to criminal or criminal to bear as you're trying to move points from one end to the other. That's that's really the extent of it. Each player has three points that stand for bear, which means anything you do bear like, such as like mauling someone's face off or (laughs) scratching your butt on a tree (laughs) and then you get three points for criminal which is if you you know maybe break in some place or lock pick something and so every time you are successful at these things everything is fine if you try to lock pick something and it doesn't go fine your bear gets super frustrated and one of your points leaves criminal and goes over to bear stat and you can lose the game if all six points reside in either criminal or bear so it's very tricky Ah. to kind of balance it and so what happens is if you're getting to like too much bear, you can do what's called a flashback with one of the other players in the group. <laughs> and you have to recall something positive or wonderful in your life that occurred, <laughs> which makes it really funny when people try to come up with what happened oh, to them. Wow. <laughs> and then if you go the other way, you just have to eat honey <laughs> in order <laughs> to become um, more, more, more reasonable. Know, Yes, more reasonable. (laughs) So it's quite a challenge, especially last minute, uh, trying to balance everything. And with Game of Thrones, I mean, you're killing people. Mm -hmm. So it's so easy to go bear. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 Nice. It was fun. It was fun. One last Mm -hmm. question for you, Dak. Um, So we had TK on from the Threaders as well Mm -hmm. uh, a couple episodes ago. Was that last episode? No, two episodes ago, right? Guy's a troublemaker. Yeah. (laughs) But we found out that his significant other was a vampire. And so I'm wondering, do you have a significant other in your life that is also a bloodsucker? No, no, no. I don't even know if I did. I don't know if I'd want a bloodsucker. Or a sucker of any kind. Yes. I mean, (laughs) we don't discriminate. It's true. Well, it depends depends on the sucking, but let's not go into that. We 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 don't want to... You know, that's go, a whole other thread that, that, podcast yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. That's a whole different show right there. <laughs> this is getting hot. More the merrier. I'll More the merrier. I'll take them all. Thread Raiders After Dark, <laughs> save it. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> 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 nice. So at that point, let's go right into the news. <laughs> 
Which news story do you want first? Does it matter? Do you care? I, I want to know does, when yeah. BFFs go bad. You want to know about when BFFs go bad? Well, then I you're going to have it. So we now have photographs of our first stellar murder crime scene. Okay. Uh, this week in the Astrophysical Journal, uh, which is a real thing, I promise, uh, there was a study <laughs> done by the American Astronomical Society. And basically what they did was they took the Hubble Space Telescope and they had found a, uh, a supernova that they were pretty particularly impressed with in the galaxy NGC 7424, in case you want to look it up. And that galaxy is about 40 million light years away. And uh, about, I'd say, you know, three or four years ago, they saw this supernova and they thought, oh, man, that's really neat. And they were waiting for it to die down and waiting for it to die down. And it finally did. Okay, so now when you look at it, it's no longer a big, bright blob. It's now a significantly smaller blob because SN 2001 IG ate its neighbor. Yes. So it was a a murder cannibalism sort of situation. (laughs) That bastard. Now, he didn't get away with it clean. Okay, because when a supernova explodes, it is a massive blast in the face. Okay, so imagine like a dog. If you take a hair dryer and you blow it in the dog's face, and all of his hair puffs back like that, that's what SN two thousand one IG looked like uh, for about a year and a half. Um, but now we're we're he's back to normal murderer that he yeah. is. Not everyone likes to take it in the face. That's true. That it, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Three wow. days after dark. <laughs> so that that story took a twist I did not expect. You're welcome. <laughs> well, we try to keep it lively here. Totally. It's all about the ratings, baby. <laughs> so in other news, last week we talked about how birds can see magnets, right? right. Ants uh, can see butts. Well, it's just to make sure <laughs> that they were not outdone, the University of Warsburg, which is in Germany, has published their research in which uh, they found out that desert ants have magnets in their butts. Oh, that's interesting. The desert ant, Cataglyphus, uh, lives in the hot desert, burning hot, scorching desert. There's nothing else around, nothing with which to get a landmark, just sand, as far as the eye can see. And of course, in the desert, sands are constantly shifting. So the, the ant really can't bother memorizing what the hell is around it, right? So whenever the ants go out to find roasted insects that have died because of the heat, they have to rely on some other method other than looking around them. And what they have discovered, and this is true, they actually took a, a magnet, like a, a neodymium magnet, and they held it next to the ant's but, and they found out that they can force the ant, or trick the ant rather, into moving in various directions away from where it would normally go. That's messed up. That is messed up. That's really weird. Poor ants. Now, they're not entirely sure what is what chemicals or what sort of, uh, you know, physical properties the ant's butt has, you know, like inside of its abdomen. Uh, but they know that it's there. So they're still working on that. But that was published like the day after the the uh, bird eye thing. So, yeah. so you know how um, in the movies they always get that leaf and they put like a needle on it. Can you put like an ant butt on it? That I would be interesting. Which way is north? Yeah, if you don't have a if you don't have a needle, <laughs> you get yourself an ant. Yeah, I'm all about it. I think nice. we should try this out. <laughs> <laughs> Now keep in mind, there's four different kinds of north, so I, you know, I'm not entirely oh. sure where his ass is pointing, but you know, <laughs> uh, you, as I'll long as you're you in know. the general direction, you should be fine. <laughs> 
And then I have two real quick stories. Uh, number one is that the Colorado State University has a scientist on staff uh, who's also a professor. And he has figured out how to create a plastic uh, that is reusable. Uh, and that's very important because most people will not buy a, re a remade plastic bottle because when you look at it, it's not clear. And so they see that as dirty. And so when you pick up a bottle of water and it's in a remade bottle, even though it's clean, it appears dirty from the outside and so they won't buy it. So he has actually found a way to reformulate it so that uh, you can redo the bottle over and over and over again and it's clear every time. That That's I cool. thought was pretty interesting, yes. Huh. Well, how does he do that? What kind of chemicals is it? That I don't know. It's a proprietary yeah. thing and uh, so he's you know kind of holding on to a secret recipe, but. Because that could be good or bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, only 5% of the world's plastic is actually recycled, and most of it ends up in our ocean. For those of you who don't know, there's something called the gyre, which is a giant whirlpool in the middle of the ocean, and it sucks up all the plastic that we accidentally dump overboard and throw into our rivers and so on and so forth. Um, there is a group called the OceanCleanup.com, which has these giant floating fences that squish in all the plastic. Uh, so that they can suck it up out of the water, but that's something that they're still working on It could be another 10 or 20 years before we're done with that. So anyway, this is good news cool. in that department Yeah, I saw that this I drink Snapple all of the time literally all of the time Daquin knows Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> They do you actually have a change their bottles. Do you have a particular flavor that you like or just any Snapple? Diet peach Snapple So okay. people want to send that to me to my P.O. box <laughs> <laughs> That would be a wonderful gift. Cases <laughs> and cases of Snapple on the way. Oh but God. they just changed their bottles to be just plastic, so it's a lot lighter and, you know, like you can drop it and nothing happens. It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> but I was really surprised about it. What do you think about the taste of a glass bottle versus plastic? Do you notice a difference? Yes. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with, like, soda. When it's in a can or when it's in a bottle, it's two different flavors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is true. What's and your favorite? Uh, sorry. I prefer the can because I really love that carbonation. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyone else? I, I drink my water straight out of the garden hose. <laughs> 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 I noticed I that the glass bottles, I think, have the, the best flavor. Plastic bottles, plastic bottles, when they're being made, have a chemical in them called bisphenol A. Among other things, it stops your testicles from working. But it oh, is God. actually tasteable to 7% of the population, and I happen to be one of those seven. I prefer mm. the glass because it's colder. The plastic doesn't keep the Snapple cold. I'm yeah. very picky about them. Right. Makes I think sense. that's what changes the flavor, too. Yeah. Nice. And so I have one final piece of news. I was just going to say, are we going to say farewell to the news segment? No, just one <laughs> last thing very quickly. I need you to pour one out for your homie. The world's oldest spider died. Oh, I heard Aww. about this. It's so sad, especially how he went. Age I know. Four, ha well, I cried all, when Hagrid's spider died. How old oh, was he? Oh, so did Hagrid, and yeah. it was sad. My new story has gone off the rails. <laughs> I know. First now we're all, thinking of all the dead spiders. It's so sad. No. Her name, her name was number sixteen. She oh, it was, didn't have a name. Her, it was number it. sixteen. That's a perfectly acceptable name. That's like no, two names. It's number not. That's 16. like a specimen. That's a first Although, and a last. Kind of like Stranger Things. So I guess yeah. be okay. She was age forty-three, which Dang. is uh, astounding. Uh, the wow. previous record was twenty-eight years old. Uh, her favorite movie was the original Dirty Dancing. <laughs> she was a trap door spider, Gaius Velosus, which in Latin literally means happy to have lots of hair. Oh. Yes, she was the Marge Simpson <laughs> of so spiders. Cute. That's That'll be her name then, Harriet. <laughs> yeah, 
By some miracle or luck or whatever you want to see it, she actually was able to maintain the same burrow for her entire life. And that's how she was able to last for so long. That is unbelievably rare in the spider kingdom. Normally you get trampled on by a camel or, uh, you know, So she wasn't in captivity. She was out in the, in the wild? No, she was out doing her thing. So how did they keep an eye on her? How did they know she lived that long? Well, they set up a tent right next door and just <laughs> every morning, are you still there? Okay, good. <laughs> For 43 years. 45 years. years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. <40 years. laughs> she was preceded Aww. in death by her husband, Paul, of eight minutes, and she was survived <laughs> by 807,000 of her loving great-great-grandchildren. <laughs> now, wait a minute. You made that last part up. Godspeed, oh, yes. number 16. Eight minute. <laughs> May Let's your cockroaches always be enormous. Oh, but how did she die? Did you say how she died? I'm guessing it was old age. No, she was stung. She was stung? She was stung to death, apparently. By who? Oh, no. By like a wasp. It was awful. Wow. Yeah. Out of all the ways Dead. to go down. Yeah. <laughs> That's those a tough dirty one. wasps. A spider killer. Oh. See, now, now Grizz is Googling it to make sure that... Yeah, no, I'm out. I, Are you? Did I, you Google it? No, the rest <laughs> of this episode, you're going to have to go on without me. No. Dave, what's your game of the week? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's promo time. Hey, CA. Yes, Grizzwick? Are you familiar with Devin Rue? Of course I am. Well, then clearly this ad isn't for you. <laughs> for our listeners... Devin Rue is an illustrator and, more importantly, a fantasy cartographer. She makes the most incredible D&D maps. She also does a variety of other illustrations. Humans, druid trees, death word spiders, and, most germane to this ad, heraldry shields. Germane? It's a word. <laughs> so let's say you have a D&D character with a long-winded backstory. You could pay Devin Rue to draw you a family crest that explains why your high elf is such a jerk. Exactly. Well, our presenting sponsor this week is Tabletop Loot, and one of the great accessories that they have in their online store is the Devin Rue Ink Cartography Heraldry Shield Coffee Mug. That's a lot of words you got there. Isn't it? Aren't they? <laughs> Isn't they? Never mind. The mug comes in 11-ounce and 15-ounce sizes. So how much coffee is that? About six or nine golf balls worth. What? The crest <laughs> showcases several traditional design elements, such as a torse with helm, mantling, a ribbon with flourish, and two different charges. I have no idea what any of that is. Huh. Well, then I guess you'll have to go to tabletoploot.com and have a look for yourself. That's tabletoploot.com for a great selection of dice, gifts, and fancy stuff for all of your favorite tabletop gaming addicts. Now you're making some sense. Tabletop loot, loot for every table. And now, back to our show. <laughs> it's now time for Obsession. Obsession. Uh, for Thread Raiders. Uh, obsession. Daquin, you can go first. Yay! <laughs> that was gonna be... Tell us about your obsession, Daquin. It's really two things. Oh. I love, as many of you guys know, I love pizza. <laughs> I was hoping this would come up. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, I love the pizza. What kind of pizza, <clears throat> Daquin? All the pizzas. But if I had to choose it like my children, I would. <laughs> uh, it would be Hawaiian and lots and lots of pineapple. Yeah, and, you know uh, it. And if you don't yeah. like, if you don't, if you don't like Yay. pineapple, you can fight me. <laughs> <laughs> Every pizza deserves pineapple. Ew. So good. No, Ew. it's so good. Team pineapple. 
<laughs> for those who don't know, there's a huge debate among thread readers on pineapple versus no pineapple. And <laughs> or, the cool yeah. kids say no pineapple and pizza. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> it's so good. How could you not like it? I love pineapple, and, but not on hot pizza. And for those who like strange pizzas, you can watch me eat various ones on Twitter occasionally Ooh. from time to time. The last one was banana pizza, which was a very awkward experience live. This <laughs> part <laughs> time. And the one in the future will be strawberry pizza. So. Oh, yeah, strawberry pizza. Um, make, make sure you put lots of sugar on the strawberries first. Yeah, I just, I don't see that working out. But, you know, stay tuned. <laughs> How did I miss this? <laughs> what, is this scheduled? Do I get an announcement about this? <laughs> it was in the newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> I'll DM you when Thank the next you. time I put Please. something in my mouth. the next time and every time yes i want videos (laughs) i want to go on the record as saying that if it's going to be called a hawaiian pizza it can't have ham it's got to have spam spam and pineapple yes that's that's where i draw the line man spam (laughs) is manufactured in hawaii I, i have to insist you know we have to try it now right you is it really manufactured in hawaii that's correct yes Wow. In Hawaii, it's actually so popular that they have restaurants dedicated to spam. So you go in and there's like 50 or 60 different things on the menu that are spam related. You would not believe believe Grizz has a favorite sandwich. It's spam and scrapple sandwiches. That's right. As per the ad three episodes back. (laughs) Mind blown. (laughs) (laughs) That's craziness. (laughs) Yes, every time I go to Hawaii, I have to bring scrapple with me in my luggage. So, Daquan, for your pizza with your pineapple, what do you like to eat with it? Are you more a sausage fan, ham um, If I'm going to do – I, I, I kind of like the the traditional Hawaiian with the um, Canadian bacon, which uh, which ironically is mm. not made in Canada, and it's just ham. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's false Where's advertising. Where is it made? Where's I know. Made? I know, right? Is that made but in Hawaii as well? It's made in Poughkeepsie. <laughs> <laughs> it's made of Poughkeepsie. <laughs> Poughkeepsie ham was my, my pineapple. It didn't ring as as well as Canadian ham, right? Pineapple. <laughs> but yeah, but when I can't have Hawaiian, I would have pepperoni. Daquan, it is a known fact that he eats pizza every Friday. Yes. <laughs> it it is it is it's how I keep myself alive. I'm I'm like a vampire, <laughs> but in order to survive, I feast on pizza. Pizza vamp. That's to a keep good his re- girlish figure. That's a good <laughs> yes. reward for the end yeah. of the week. It is. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. And so, Dake, when you said you had another obsession, what yes, that? Dark Souls, baby. Because <laughs> only mainly because too, not only do I love the series, but the remastered uh, Dark Souls is coming out later this month. Ah. Oh, so we're not going to see Daquan for a very long time. <laughs> well, I mean, you will see, you might see boss fights and you might see streams. So, Ooh, so I are you going to stream it at? Probably on Twitch. Whether it could be on my Twitch stream, it could be on the Threadraider Twitch stream. You'll never know. I'm crazy Ooh, like keep that. Keep us on our toes. Huh? Yes. <laughs> so why is it you love this game so much? It's just the graphics. It's how difficult it is. Yeah, you could say that. And it's. You know, this is a very challenging game. Oh yeah, it's one of those. It's funny, like that game, and like especially with like Demon Souls, which came before uh, Dark Souls. The Demon Souls, especially, like scares the crap out of me. I don't know why. Mm. <laughs> like 
You, <laughs> you know, you finally get to, you know, after fighting all the enemies, you finally get to that area where, you know, you've always had troubles. And I'm so afraid to go down there knowing that there's some such something <laughs> horror down there. And, just, you know, and it's kind of the same thing with Dark Souls. It's scary, but it's fun. Now, do you think you die more in Dark Souls or Raymond Legends? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, I have to bring that up. <laughs> it's a toss up. It's a toss up. <laughs> it is pretty close. <laughs> yeah, very close. <laughs> Every time we, every time me and Say would play Rayman, I would be the one to die probably ninety percent of the time in that game. <laughs> and I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> and how about you, Grizz? Did you have an obsession this week? I'm always obsessed with something. Uh, <laughs> this week, I was on YouTube and I found a video series uh, featuring the rapper Two Chains. Okay. Now, even if you don't know who that is, okay, it, that's okay because Two Chains has partnered with with uh, Vox to do a series of videos called Most Expensive, okay, and basically Two Chains is using all the wealth that he has generated, um, you know, from his albums and whatnot, to purchase or to experience, if you will, expensive things. Let me give you an example. Uh, he purchased a $295 cheeseburger, which was made with, um, it had fish eggs on it, it had quail egg on it, it had truffles on it, it had regular cheddar cheese, a ton of meat, which was flown in from Japan, and the entire bun was crusted with gold. Wow. $295. Bucks. That's a bit much for yes. me. Did you hear about his brother? His brother, One Chains? (laughs) (laughs) One Link. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's his son. One Link. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that's his son. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, anyway, I, of course, uh, always last minute thinking about the obsessions. And luckily, we have this beautiful Google Docs that, um, that Grizz does every week to keep us in order. So I saw two chains on there, and it just made me go, oh, shit. Whoops. (laughs) Whoops. <laughs> All right, now I'm trying not to make this explicit uh, for the rating there. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I saw I saw Two Chains, and I thought of, you know what? I downloaded Alice in Chains' live album just the other day. And uh, I don't know if you know Alice in Chains, uh, but they're a great grunge uh, rock band, American band from Seattle in the 90s. Uh, it came up with uh, the other well-known uh, Nirvana. And so they have a spectacular live album. And uh, their first few studio albums are great as well. But, I mean, uh, Man in the Box is, is one of my favorites. And then uh, Rooster, just great rock anthems. You guys know Alice in Chains at all? I do. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. It was the inspiration for What's in the Box. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I see that totally differently now. <laughs> you, were, you were early on the segue, but it's good. To, I can still taste it. It's nice. Yes. All right, well, let's move on. Um, so time for Grizz's Game Moment. Game of the week. Uh, this week I played a game called New York Mysteries, colon, Secrets of the Mafia. All right. Uh, this was a hidden object game. Oh, 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 yes. I love hidden object games. Oh. 
A lot of fun. Hidden object game, but it also was a memory game. Um, and the way that I wanted to describe that is that you actually can kind of walk through the world um, by clicking on like the path and it will move you to the next screen. Mm -hmm. And then you have to remember where you needed, say, a cup of water, you know, three screens back. And then you got to go back in order to use the cup of water in its appropriate place. So it is a little bit of each. Um, I'd say about 50-50. Very interesting game. It was actually from May of 2015. It was on sale this week, so I picked it up. Um, it was by a company called 5BN, which specializes in the, these kinds of games. Uh, if any of you have played these games, uh, they did the Lost Lands series. And there is actually another New York Mysteries uh, game. Uh, it's New York Mysteries colon Lantern of Souls. So I'm hoping that by the titles you can understand that this is a very supernatural sort of game in terms of the plot. Mm. Mm -hmm. Basically, uh, mafia bosses from around the city of New York in 1950 have gone missing, and you have to hunt them down. Okay. Um, but they are abducted by this strange green smoke that then leaves behind an odd green puddle and you have to uh, figure, you know, put all the clues together as you're going along. It was a very interesting game. I know it kind of sounds a little hokey, but it was actually a very interesting game. Um, wherever the, you find the green goo, there's also like a butterfly that is there um, that has that is deceased, but you can pick it up and carry it with you. Um, and so the butterflies all have meaning and there's like special things where like you'll walk up to a cabinet and there will be masks there and you have mm -hmm. to remember like you saw a book three screens back that had like the order of the masks and then you got to put them in wow. the right order yeah it's got like some pretty in-depth puzzles which are pretty good it is huh. yeah hey have you guys ever played drunken photo hunt <laughs> 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 this is one of my favorite things so whenever you go to the bar there's always that like computer well i don't know if it's always but there's that computer that sits on the end of the bar yeah stand. i played yeah. those Mm -hmm. And they have photo hunt in there, and they have like where you have a certain amount of time to find five clues right. on the screen. Oh, okay. So to play drunken photo hunt, um, <laughs> every time a level ends, whoever found the most clues does either swig or a shot of whatever they have. And by the end of the night, you will have like the greatest time. I assure you, it's so amazing. I highly recommend it to anyone. You should totally play photo hunt. So is the great time the photo hunt or being sloshed and drunk off your head? <laughs> it's being drunk and trying to find clues with your friends. It's so much fun. But being drunk and with your friends is kind of you could do anything, basically, right? Yeah, pretty much at that point. Okay. <laughs> but it's a fun game to play, just like you would play, you know, Captain Dickhead, which is a good card game to oh play. Oh, my. Mm -hmm. Captain Dickhead? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a drinking card game. <laughs> oh. <that's> <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I lead a very interesting life. <laughs> oh, okay. Hmm. It sounds boozalicious. <laughs> it is boozy. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my game. It was a very good game. Um, there was a couple of like really interesting things. Like at one point, you had to find a set of car keys that were buried in a snowbank, but you know you didn't know that they were there. So you were just wandering around with a shovel for about ten minutes, and then all of a sudden you were like, "Let me see if this whole you know this hill uh, gives me anything," and then it does. And wow. so there's a lot of stuff like that in there. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, that's cool. CA, I know you talked about like how collectibles was a big thing in video games for you. There oh, are yes. a ton of collectibles in this game, and they are hidden really well. Um, so Ooh. it might be one of those scenarios where you're like, you have one left, but you can't find it, and you're freaking out. So is it a free game, or you have to pay for it? 
Uh, I did have to pay for it. It was $2.29 on okay. Steam. Yeah, so cool, it was on sale enough. this week. Normally, it's like $4 and change, so, you yeah. Mm. So I'll yes. see you guys in a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> what was the graphics like? The graphics were nice. It's basically somebody a very well, a very nice illustrator. Uh, you know, like drew out like a snow scene with a gate okay. and you know like a swing nearby and that sort of stuff. Um, and it, it looked very realistic, but it had yeah. a very illustrative look to it. So it wasn't 3D in any way. It was 2D. It was yeah, good. It was real good. Complete Mad Max. I'll check it out. Mad Max. And now it's time for the well-known popular segment of What's in the Box. What's in the Box? What's, What's in, in the, the box? box? What's in the Box? They crack my knuckles here. <laughs> and now it's time for What's in the Box? The part of our show where I submit to my intrepid co-hosts a, uh, a simple yet plausible tabletop scenario and ask them to return a sample of their loot-generating prowess. And, of course, our guest is going to participate as well. So Yay! here it goes. Yay! After several seconds of study, Master Wen's less-than-perfect map starts to make sense. Searching the scribble, you spy a familiar landmark. Ah, Schlossleson. Gesundheit offers a passer nearby. The city of Schlossleson sits several stops south by the seashore, near the <laughs> storm-sucker sand dunes. <laughs> Weaving down the sun-kissed streets at sunrise, you simply salivate at the thought of so many searchable secrets. These sands hold dangers. But since when is salvaging safe? The one thing every adventurer needs is supplies. Sally Maker's Supply and Sundry is the sole stocker of the accessories you seek. You slip in through the swinging doors and stand staring at an eclectic mix of sacks, shields, and sam shears. Sun streams through the breeze soleil, shining on the face of a Sheila as she steps out of the shadows. Salutation, she says. Name Sally, Sally Slayer. What can I sell you? I'm shipping off the slosh session, you, sl- you, re- bleh. you reply. I was <laughs> so close. It. Oh, you're so good. <laughs> From outside, Gesundheit. You submit a list of supplies and a six-stop excursion. After showing some silver, Sally says, Swell, excuse me for just a sec, and she slips into the cellar. At first, you stand silently waiting, but then, God save you, you spy a barrel. Barrels are to you what spliffs are to stoners. Nothing is as sweet as a barrel. This one's made of cedar, stands to the hip, and simply stamped soil. But when you touch the barrel, it sways. Say, soil is solid and significantly sturdier. What gives? Something inside says stop, except you're you. After all, barrels are just boxes, except circular. My question for you is this. What's in the box? I want to say dun, 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 it's a pickled dun. pepper, like Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled pipers. But <laughs> that is yeah. the correct answer. Oh my god! <gasps> For the, the first, first time, time ever. we guessed it right! Yay! Oh. Won the game. Or you have sec- won a hundred dollars, sir. It will Virtual be arriving in the mail five. in four to six years. <laughs> my second thought would have been it would be some s- seashells that Sally found that she sells Down at by the, the seashore. seashore. Yeah, <laughs> that was crazy, dude. I do not know how you did that. That was insane. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've been so practicing nonstop for seven days. That's how I did it. <laughs> I have been waiting all week to know what's in Daquin's box. Yeah, go for it, Daquin. What do you got? Yeah, tell what? us what's in the box. What's in the box? Mm-hmm. What's in the box? Well, let me tell you what's in the box. You open up the box, in this case the barrel, and somewhere inside you find a book. <gasps> Ooh. What kind of book? A seemingly unimposing book. <gasps> what does it look like? 
I'll ask the questions. No, but I'm so excited. <laughs> What's well, it look like? It's scary. <gasps> Is it a book about uh, barrels? Oh, you were so close. So close. But no cigar. Yes, no cigar. Uh, the cover has the, the strangest symbols on it. Whoa. The kind of symbols that almost yell at you, don't open this book. It's bad. <laughs> but reading the cover, it says, Tome of the Deep. Ooh. I want to open the book. Sounds like a shallow read. No, I want to touch the book. Oh, oh. are you sure? Well, I'm touching touch? it. Are you touching I'm the touching book? I'm touching the spine. I can well, open I'm the touching book. It. I'm okay. Well, it. well, when you open it up, you see a preface, preface, <laughs> preface, preface. <laughs> Whichever one, you know. I accept both your answers. Preface, both are good. <laughs> and you see in that preface that the authors were, in fact, the great old ones. Yes. Oh, we're in some deep shit now, guys. Yes. These... I opened. I opened the book. <laughs> the yes. book. <laughs> yes. How old You'll... are the great old ones? Well, older than any god or deity in the world. Does the book come with a Robin bookmark? Sure, if you so choose it. <laughs> is it stuck in one of the pages, or is it at the front? Oh. In one of the pages. Oh no! What's it say? Well. If you look through the book, you will see that the book contains forgotten lore of the days before the gods, countless spells of the oh, darkest wow. and most powerful spells, including ones that could, in fact, compel deities to do your bidding, as well as kill the gods themselves. The we book should not have opened the book. Yes. And are you sure you really want to read it? Because you'll find... It is written in Old Abyssal, or some would say the Deep Speech. And by reading it, you might incite madness within your mind. And that's... I close the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> and I sit on it, and then I look at Grizz and say, no, we shouldn't do that. <laughs> is, is Fabio on the cover? <laughs> uh if if he Fabio the Doom yes, Master. Yes, yes, Fabio. But in this case, he has tentacles on his face, very similar to Cthulhu. Oh no. Of course if he very, does. Yes. That's how he died. Yes, that's how he yes. That's, Fabio that, is Cthulhu. That's how you survive the deep. <laughs> yes. Now I can't eat butter ever the same again. <laughs> very well, I accept your answer. Dave, what's in the box? Slash barrel. Ah, <sighs> the barrel. So you open up the barrel and you're sadly disappointed. You only find some short swords made of iron. Ooh. Oh. I take them. Are they encrusted in any way? <laughs> no, nah, they, they look uh, a few years older, but uh, not, nothing. Do they sing? Are they rusty? They are not rusty. They look like they're they look... Uh, maintained well. Do they look small enough to be like throwing swords? No. No, a short side sword, um, let's say... Uh, not as long as a long cutting blade, uh, but just something to stab someone close range. Mm -hmm. Like a dagger, kind of? No, a little longer than that. Uh, almost the size of the barrel. Okay. Does your sash have a side sword? Mine does not. All right. Then I give you permission to take one of the swords. Thank you. <laughs> and CA, what do you got? Well, we had to continue from last week. So I don't know how my box got here from last time, Grizz. <laughs> 
Uh oh. You closed the box, and now the box is back. I think dun, it's dun, understood dun. that we are uh, carrying with us many of the boxes that we find. <laughs> so you just have a special bag that is full of boxes. It's a, maybe well, in this box was a small doll whose eyes rolled back to its head, and then you close the box. Do you want to open so the box? So now we find the doll in the barrel? Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. So it's like a Chucky situation where the doll is always everywhere? Oh, no. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are the position of the doll's eyes while it's in the barrel? In the back of its head. Oh, see, I don't. I think <laughs> we should close the barrel. <laughs> Stay tuned till next time. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> With CA's, what's in the box? <laughs> the continuing saga. I think the soil stamped on the side of the barrel means you just soiled yourself. I think is what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at Dak's um, Twitter, and I noticed the amazing little beard goatee thing you got going on. What are you, what are you carrying today? Is it is it the beard, or you have just the goatee? I am the goatee. Because I know we have another thread raider who uh, cherishes his beard, Mr. Nils Heavy Metal Jesus on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, man, you, you know, you guys might have a little uh, challenge going on. <laughs> what kind of challenge would you uh would you say we would have the, the growing of the beards i mean you got a nice looking beard there well thank you the thread reader beard challenge yeah, <laughs> I, I, yes. I can I imagine when, 20 years from now it'll be all the way down to my knees like kind of like dumbledore i think you're gonna it, like like add stuff to it so that you can turn it into shapes and <laughs> <laughs> make little squigglies with it <laughs> Yeah, they have that competition every year for mm-hmm. people with their mustaches. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you win, but it sounds like fun. We will All vote for awesome. you. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'd vote. Woohoo! And then bring you back onto the podcast so you can tell us all about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay, stay tuned uh, five for five years later. <laughs> Whilst I grow it out longer, just so I can do that one thing. <laughs> five years from now, that beard is going to be the master, not the student. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Speaking of beards, I had on our podcast, uh, Magic and Steel, my son, Josiah, plays Captain Weirdbeard, and his, yeah. his beard is actually sentient, so it's pretty cool. It's fun in the gameplay. Yes, I highly recommend it. It's a great show. It is fun. All the beards. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we're coming to our closing comments, right? Yep. Aww. So what do you got going on first, CA? Something Coming Ooh, up quick, right? Wizard World is coming up in May. Fast. So fast, yes, man. I know. 17th to the 20th, I will be there. You can reach me on Twitter if you want to meet up. You can DM me or on Twitch or any Facebook or <laughs> basically any social media outlet. I will find you and we can go hang out. Yeah, if you check out the podcast, if you're listening, you can just go into the show notes. Uh, you should be able to see and there'll be a link to uh, her Twitter. So you can click on there and say hello. And Wizard World's in Philly this year, right? It is. Mm-hmm. Right next to where Running Terminal is, which has amazing food. Yeah. I, where were we last year? PAX? Was that what? Yeah. I went mm-hmm. and ate, PAX and I went over there and ate, and, and everybody else did as well. Uh, so it was a crazy idea. But uh, it was insane, the lines. So it was like, uh, I don't know if it was worth it. I got uh, two words for you. Amish cheese. Okay? They never have a line, and it's phenomenal. Yeah. I'm sure. True story. Yeah. I uh, usually go about like an hour late. I don't go when the convention's open because there really are too many people. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, another Philly thing going on is the Philly Pod Festival. Philly Podcast Society puts on every year. 
um, that I became a part of. Uh, I run the sound for the live shows, and I also record for all these podcasts. It's cool because there's a bunch of podcasts that come and hang out and do their shows live, about an hour long. So if you want to come out and meet some of your favorite podcasters from the local Philly area. Like David Steele. Yes, uh, Quest for Magic and Steel does their show. Um, which I was, that's where I first met Grizz, actually. He yeah. came to, a couple years ago, came to our first live show. And uh, he played a little character in our, and so did CA, of course. And then he pulled me out of the audience. He was like, please, save us. Yes. <laughs> Come help us. Make us cool. I was like, okay. <laughs> make us cool. Uh, and then, uh, of course, we have our birthday celebration for Thread Raiders at the Yay. end of July. Woo. July 28th. Yeah, yeah. And then I might stream some stuff. It's a good Woo. idea. Good day of streaming. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then we have uh, Gen Con right after that in the beginning of August. Do you have an idea of when you're going? Are you going Wednesday, Thursday? You know when you're leaving? Uh, I will be there Wednesday through Sunday. Nice. And then I'll be coming back on Monday. Yeah, I think I'm doing that as well. Yeah. There's a lot of people going. I want to make sure I get everybody in. Nice. We're going to be doing an interview. Um, I want to get with CA and myself and Adam Christopher, uh, the writer for Arc City. And I want to do a little podcast, get together, and hopefully we get some people that we can hang out and meet at the same time as we're recording. And then hopefully if they're fans of this show or us and maybe they have questions, we can just make it one big giant cool time and then get some dinner afterwards mm. uh, i'm going to be also dming some games for cobalt press uh D 5e so if you're looking for something to do it's already up there in the schedule just look for um it's malmet uh heist it's m-h-a-l-m-e-t malmet heist but if you just look up D um games You'll find that, and it's a few days in a row I'll be running games. So make sure you choose one of my games to come and play. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) We have something else happening in November, right? Yes. uh, We have the Extra Life Fundraiser coming up November 3rd, 24 hours straight, nonstop streaming, uh, RPGs, video games, pretty much everything. Daquin's going to be doing some stuff, some streaming. The eating of random food. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> yes, maybe you'll get to watch me eat pizza live. <laughs> I like it. I can, I can see I'll you DM doing that. <laughs> no doubt. And yeah, uh, you can actually donate beforehand as well if you can't make it out on November 3rd. Uh, you can just click on our Extra Life link, which is going to be with this podcast episode, and you can donate to any of the Thread Raiders that we have. All the money goes directly to Children's Hospital. Love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Totally. Totally. All right. Um, I want to thank everyone so much for listening. Uh, hopefully uh, you enjoyed yeah. another episode. You can also uh, put reviews if you'd like to help us out. Of course, uh, the easiest way to is just share the show. Say, hey, go check out the show. It's Thread Raiders Podcast. Just search it in any podcast player and you will find it. You can go into iTunes and leave a rating and review. And say how awesome it is uh, so when people find it, they'll say, oh, I guess this is something I have to check yeah, out. That really helps us out in getting uh, noticed. Yeah, it helps get our name out there so that you know more people can find out about us so we can spread the word about Thread Raiders. Yes. Yeah, and you can find everything, uh, our social media, because we're everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Discord, Reddit. What else? Instagram, Tumblr. Tumblr. <laughs> yep. It's crazy. And we have the blog. And speaking of the blog... Uh, before I even say that, threadraiders.com uh, is the house for all of that. 
should have links on there. You can find us everywhere or should be yeah, at some and point. Daquin is actually does a lot of a blogging for the Thread Raider. Yeah, that's Woo! what I was going to talk about. So in there, there's a link for that as well, right? Yes. Yeah, at cool. the top of the screen. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So if you want to see some awesome articles written by Daquin Gaming, you should definitely come out and read it. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do it. <laughs> Do it up. <laughs> that's all I got, guys. Anything else to add? No, I don't think so. Pizza! Pizza! (laughs) Pineapple pizza. You had to ruin it, you know? I was going along (laughs) with it. I Uh, love pizza, but you had to just just ruin it I love you, Dave. No. (laughs) I I don't even feel bad. See you later, guys. (laughs) See ya. See you later. (laughs) With the equate... Oh, God. So close. Oh, we were almost we so close. <laughs> oh, almost had it. I like I like the little pause. So I like to make it a pause, and then of course I fucked it up. Be dramatic. With the <laughs> shut up. <laughs> oh, go ahead. With the occasional side quest for sleeping bags and deep off woods. Oh, deep woods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're and on a roll, Dave. I worked on this all week. All week. What is deep woods off? Let me say it again. And deep. (laughs) No, you gotta start in the beginning now. Yeah, I know. I feel like we've butchered this.